What is up, everybody? Sitting here, may the 4th be with you, because it's May 4th. Had to do it. Getting eye rolls in the studio. Dad jokes. Anyway, speaking of dad jokes, watching a little Hangover 3, minding our own business, Dan O'Brien says, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations are finished. The vote is in. We're going to cover who's in. Rapid reac- reaction show. Easy for me to say. Theme song coming up next. Filibuster Freestyle. Filibuster. Filibuster Freestyle. All right, theme songs in the book. Here with Cindy Harrington. Hello. Bringing in Dan O'Brien. We're bringing in Roscoe people. Before we do that, you you said I made a dad joke. Yeah. You buried the lead. I forgot we haven't said this yet. What are we going to say? Um, we're having a child. You and I? Yes. Oh my gosh. There's going to be an additional person in the filibuster freestyle studio pretty soon. And it's, they're going to be quiet all the time and not yeah, cry in the studio. Yeah, so well behaved. So when do you do? Um, I'm due in the early June. So you're less than a month away. Essentially, yes. So yeah. you've kept this quiet from the listeners. We have, until yeah. Until the last month. Yeah, we, we just couldn't find the right time to throw it in there. Well, there's never been a better time than right now, as Anthony Kiedis once said. It's true. Red Hot Chili Peppers reference. All right, the Chili Peppers are already in the Hall of Fame. Oh. Let's call the boys. Let's get them on the thing. Yeah. They actually do know that you're pregnant. They do, yes. And so they aware. will not be surprised to hear this. No. But anyway, Cindy's pregnant, everybody. And uh, let's bring in Roscoe P. <laughs> and Dan O'Brien, who are not our children. Perfect. <laughs> All right, we are back. Big announcement is in the books. Theme song is in the books. <laughs> hey, Dan and Roscoe, you weren't here, but uh, did, did, did you know we were having a baby? Not the two Whoa. or three of us, but Cindy and I. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one having the baby, in case you were wondering. Yes. You don't say. Yeah. So listen, but as we just talked about... Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you, thank you. We, as oh, we just talked about... Were we supposed to act like we didn't know that? Like, like no. We heard, like no, this we is the heard. best dress rehearsal we've had on the show, oh, so we're right. fine. Sorry, I missed, the, I missed the cue there. You guys are doing great. <laughs> but the most important thing going on in the world right now, without a question, <laughs> is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees have been announced for 2022. Um, clearly tongue-in-cheek, by the way. There are probably other things going on. We're definitely not going to delve into them tonight. So, Dan O'Brien, you broke the news. Uh, do you want to tell the folks who made it? Do you want me to? Happy either way. I, I broke the news. I think you should announce who made it, but I, I, I have all the alerts, I think, because Google has found the al- algorithm that I'm constantly You're the guy. searching rock and, rock and roll Hall of Fame related content. So uh, when this when new announcements or people, when the, uh, uh, the nominees come out, I always get these alerts that come up. So this morning when I woke up, Bang. I was... It's partially excited, partially disappointed, as all like, which is every yeah. Year you're never 100 percent happy with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame vote. I've got some interesting yeah. thoughts, but so Pat Benatar, so yeah, you know, really exciting. I think everybody on the podcast liked that last time. Eminem, not surprising one bit. Sure, only first ballot Hall of Famer on, only person who started making music in the '90s uh, to get true. inducted. Uh, 25 years in. Uh, where we go here? Duran Duran is in. We thought that would probably happen. Uh, Dolly Parton, despite try- trying to withdraw unsuccessfully and Cindy boycotting, <laughs> is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Arrhythmics, who I think we all generally felt relatively positive about. We'll get to all these in a second. In. 
Yeah. Uh, Lionel Richie, who we all kind of felt like really should get in for the Commodores first. We're getting hand signals from Roscoe P. I'm excited to talk about Lionel in a bit. And then Carly Simon out of literally nowhere. Uh, yes, also getting hand signals on that. So before we get into those, I do want to give the shout outs to some of the special nominees. So for the LL Cool J Memorial, best person in the Hall of Fame who didn't get in the front door, but deserves it anyway. <laughs> Well, the memorial of him getting in, but it'd begrudgingly by the Hall of Fame. Judas Priest, you can finally stop getting nominated. 9,000th best hard rock metal band of the 80s and <laughs> 70s. Judas Priest is honorary mention in, in the LL Cool J category. So, what a, That was a mercy killing. They've been nominated like nine times in a row, and it was getting embarrassing. So they just, I think, out of pity. Yes, yeah. absolute mercy killing. Roscoe P., any, any, any disagreement with that? Are you glad that they're now off the list forever? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that was just a. I think they didn't get voted in, and then the powers that be at the at the Rock Hall just decided they can't keep going through this and gave them a, a, the Musical Excellence Award to get them in and get this over. With. Yes, and so that was good. Now, what I found interesting is Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis also got in in this category, which is a, a correct category for producers, I think, to get in. Yeah. These guys most famous for their work with Janet Jackson, but I learned this today. 31 top 10 hits in the UK, 41 in the US, and they had number one records in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. So Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, take a bow. Really excited for those guys. That's that's the good use of that award. Roscoe P? Well, do you, I mean, do you know, I just don't, like, I know of them, as you said, from their work with Janet Jackson. Is there, I don't know if you have, like, these specifics, and, like, what's a, what's a hit that they were behind that's not a Janet Jackson song? Yeah, so uh, You Remind Me by Usher is them. What? Oh, You Remind Me by Usher. Yeah, oh, I, that know. sticks out from Wikipedia earlier today when I looked at that. Uh, yeah, so they've, they've had several several hits from folks. Uh, again, the Janet Jackson piece. I believe they were either in or affiliated hard with Morris Day in the time. Uh, obviously out of well, that yeah, Prince Minneapolis sound. Yeah, at least yeah they, they, were, they were in. They were in the time. They were in the time, right? the time yeah. so they're legit. I mean, they're legit. So I'm excited for them. And then Cindy mentioned Harry Belafonte apparently posthumously got in. Jimmy yeah, Iovine, like you know, got in. Jimmy Iovine, yeah. This is all this year? Yeah, it's, that's yeah. the other thing is they're basically letting everybody in this year, except for, and we'll get to it, oh, I don't know, A Tribe Called Quest, Rage Against that's the Machine, Beck. A lot of people. And, but okay, Harry Belafonte, cool. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tallyman. All right, so let's... Let's start with this. Dan, nobody has thumped harder since we got Janet Jackson and Whitney Houston at the Hall of Fame than you have for the great Pat Benatar. Take a victory lap. How you feeling? Yeah, you. you did it. We did it. The freestyle played a small, small role in getting Pat Benatar finally, definitively. This is like, you know, he's... I don't know if you saw the documentary War Room when they followed the Clintons around and you had George Stephanopoulos and James Carville, and they're going for months and months just stumping and working hard, long days, long nights, no sleep. And then finally the election comes and their candidate gets in and you just see just a weight lifted out their shoulders and it's just for the first time in eight months plus that they can breathe easily. That's how I feel about Pat Benatar. That's how I felt this morning when I woke up. You know, I, I've... I've Ate, slept, and breathed Pat Benatar right. since she was nominated for the first time a couple of years ago. Uh, and now 
it's finally coming off. All my dreams are coming true. Yeah. Love is a battlefield, and you had a labor of love, man. Good job. Yeah. Roscoe, no, be I know. Sorry, Dan. Yeah, she's like, she's like, I just feel like she's a prototypical rock and roll Hall of Fame. Yes, candidate. she's an actual rock and roll Hall of Famer who's an actual rock and roller. Definitely. Yeah, and I, I don't like to. I don't want to be that person who's like adding weight to the style of music because you know the, the the name is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but you know I just I think of it as the Music Hall of Fame. But yes. as the place was originally intended back in 1986, you know, rock and roll sort of taken a backseat to multiple other stylings of music. But Pat Benatar definitely carried the flag, especially for female vocalists, for about five years in the 80s, and is still touring and is still relevant, and everybody's still under her greatest hits and it's still a bang here. So here we are and I can't wait to see her perform on the stage. Can't wait. I think it's going to be big. Roscoe P, you excited for some heartbreaker, love maker, dream yeah. taker? Don't you mess around with me? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's the, the point I was going to make. You guys just said, like, I think the, I mean, really like we've, we've buried the lead. We'll get to it. The, the story here is Dolly Parton, right? Like that's really all that needs to be talked about here tonight, but we'll, we'll get to that. I want like 45 minutes of Cindy Harrington talking about Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure we're just all just teeing up. We're just teeing up for that. Oh dear! Um, I have no prepared. A lot of the Start Dolly Parton. <laughs> a lot of the Dolly Parton conversation is going to be around this issue of what is rock music and what is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? I think that's the the crux of why she didn't want to get in. But if we're going to stick to a more traditional definition, then Pat Benatar is the only inductee. I guess I'm, I'm, I'm going to the seven performers. I'm not like Judas Priest now or whatever. Sure, sure. The real, the real inductees. The main, yeah, the main seven inductees. Uh, Pat Benatar is the only one who makes rock music um, in, in this year's class. Uh, so I think she's she's pretty important. And I think we identified her a year ago as the as the as the biggest snub, right? As the kind of most obvious. Um, uh, artist to uh, who, who had not yet been inducted. So yeah, I'm I'm happy for her. I think she's probably my favorite choice of this somewhat lackluster uh, group. Yeah, this class is interesting in in terms of the luster. I mean, very famous people, but so let's 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 call this what it is. So, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for a long time over 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 inducted white dudes, right? Uh, relative to the ratio, and so Pat Benatar headlines a class of three female individual artists, Carly Simon, we'll get to her, maybe, Dolly Parton, we want to get to her now, and then, of course, the Eurythmics, who were fronted by Annie Lennox, who, you know, again, is basically a duet that she's the most famous person in. So four out of the seven real inductees are female, um, and that's great if you're trying to not let in white dudes, but I, we'll get into that... <laughs> Lionel Richie's the only the only not white person who got in, uh, and there was a lot of people we could choose from, including seventy people in Fela Kuti's band. So I mean, you know, great job letting women in. Horrible job letting people who aren't white in, especially when the rapper you let in is a white guy. And the Tribe Called Quest was also up for a nomination. And like I correctly predicted, they were only going to let in one rap group. God forbid, and they picked the wrong one. And again, Eminem should be in, but you picked the wrong one. If you're not going to let in two, you had to go Tribe. What you should have done is ixnade Carly Simon and put in the Tribe instead. But anyway, we'll get to all of that. Dolly Parton. Cindy, do you got anything? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, of course, thrilled she got in. She is a fucking superstar. So excuse the F-bomb. Sorry, wow. sorry kids. I'm getting them out now because I won't be able to say them in a little while. Um, 
And yeah, no, I mean, it's great. I didn't realize that the Rock and Roll Hall refused to accept her, uh, you know, declining their, yeah. their nomination. They said it was too late. They said Far it was too, too late. late. I was like, how dare they? I feel like that's a little disrespectful. I do too, yes. in a way. Yes. Like, let the lady do what she's want. She's Dolly Parton. Yeah. I want to hear her rock album. She promised us a I rock know. Album. Now is she going to make it? Now I'm disappointed. Anyways, yeah. I mean, she she 100% deserves it. She's crazy talented. I really enjoyed that meme on Instagram where it said, Dolly Parton wrote Jolene and I will always love you on the same day. Like, what have you done today? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's better than a forty. That's better than a forty-five minute diatribe. That's forty-five seconds of I wrote those two songs in the same day. Yeah. <laughs> the coolest thing about Dolly Parton is that I have no doubt that she truly couldn't care less. Yeah. And if anything, like she couldn't care less. She's in the Hall of Fame, and if anything, probably would prefer not to be right now, as she stated earlier. I believe that wholeheartedly. Like everybody says, "Oh, I don't care. I don't." But God knows, Duran Duran wanted to be in. Yeah. Like everybody else. Uh, you know, had you know at least a little bit. Dolly Parton has done everything under the sun, and everybody loves her, and she couldn't care less about this rock and roll. It, she's bigger than the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, quite honestly. Which brings up a question: Do we think she pulls a Janet Jackson and either goes or doesn't go and doesn't perform, which would stink, or does she go the other way and go Stevie Nicks and like own the place and nobody can touch her? Roscoe, Roscoe P? You have something? she gave she gave an interview today. Oh. Uh, with with Billboard, where she at first suggested that she doesn't know if she's going to go to the ceremony or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if she does, she talked about like um, perform because she does not view herself as a rock artist, performing other rock songs that she likes with the actual bands backing her. Like for example, her husband's favorite song is Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. So she talked about performing Satisfaction with the Rolling Stones as her as her backing band. So wow. essentially, she is she gave an interview, which was what I didn't know she did, and yeah. you heard it, which is either she's not going or she's going to literally destroy the so place. Big. She's gonna go so big, yeah. <laughs> Who's gonna say no to her? Yeah, she Mick Jagger's gonna be there. Nobody's saying no. She's gonna she's gonna make a call, and she's a gamer. There's no way she doesn't show. Like I know she yeah. doesn't care and does not need this at all. But also, she's a complete pro and performer and a gamer. So if she's given the stage for a, a national audience, she's going to go there and, and knock it out of the park. And uh, Roscoe P., I think that's a fantastic idea that she had that you just relayed. That, you know, that wasn't my idea. Let's be clear. Yeah. <laughs> do, just do whatever, do whatever she wants. You know, go, go, go have fun with it. Call in some friends. Go, quite honestly, do a duet with Lionel Richie, which is totally lame, but I mean, that's in the wheelhouse, you know, they, I'm sure they do well together, uh, I don't know, but do more than that also. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, don't she, do just that. She has the, she yeah. can do whatever she wants, and, and honestly, I'm, they have the, they called her bluff, and now she'll probably make them regret it either way. And, and by that I mean, nobody else will have a good performance if she goes first, or if she goes last, nobody else will remember that anybody else was there. That's what happens when you bring a supernova who didn't want to be there into the galaxy. That's yeah. what's going to happen. True. That brings up another point, Gav, is that this is the, they said this is the first time in however however long where all the nominees are still alive and performing. Mm. Um, so That's you're interesting. Gonna have, you're going to have seven different entities performing and collaborating, which, you know, we all don't like all these groups, obviously. 
But that, that's the interesting thing of that night is just watching them get up there and that Duran Duran and the Arrhythmics get together and, and I don't know how Eminem's going to weave his way through through that, but it'll be interesting. That is another person who probably is going to be able to bring some people out. Yeah. To perform, just going off what LL did last I year. Say, didn't he show up for LL? I mean, LL had J Lo in his. I think he had Eminem in his. I mean, yeah. I would think Eminem could probably call on the, uh, you know, the Dr. Dre aftermath, you know, stable of people. And well, he's kind of riding the high from the Super Bowl. Super too, Bowl piece. He was like kind of everyone's favorite part of the Super Bowl, I think. Yeah, he did a nice job. There. So yeah, no, no shade to Eminem, but obviously. Obviously, he was going to get in. We talked about this two months ago when we talked about this. But, again, it really stinks how predictable this was that we're just going to let in one rap group. Uh, we're getting into the golden era of, I mean, shoot, we're going to have multiple boy bands on the docket in three years. Yeah. We're going to not let in NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. We're going to save one. Like, you can let them both in, guys. It's, just, it's, it's of the moment. It's of the era. Who cares? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm fine with staggering that. <laughs> well, I'm not done. <laughs> 98 Degrees, NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, O-Town, all the same. I just think yeah, 98 just, Degrees and O-Town are going to struggle. They're going to struggle. Yeah. I don't think they're – but anyway, that's, that's for two, three years from now, guys. The band from P. Diddy's making the band. Nice. Dylon, 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 Dylon. Dylon, five greatest rappers of all time. Dylon, 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 and Dylon. It's going to be great. So, all right, let's – What a reference for the three people who got – Yeah, but the people who got it really enjoyed it. Uh, somewhere in Worcester County, Marcos – Marky Sal is loving it. Uh, all right, let's get into Carly Simon. Roscoe gave a huge thumbs down. Cindy gave a huge thumbs down and is now showing a snarky face. Guys, I'm shocked that they went with Carly Simon. I mean, just go with Kate Bush instead. Because I, until Dan just said it, I didn't even know Carly Simon was still doing stuff. No disrespect to her, other than, I mean, if she was going to get in, she should have gotten in 20 years ago. And why is she still trying? Shouldn't she have been in the Judas Priest category? I guess that's where I'll start. I know. She makes Judas Priest look like a shoo-in. Exactly. Like yeah, like, right. Yeah, what those two. Yeah. I, you said that you said earlier, like if you if you were to flip Carly Simon for a Tripod Quest, I feel like that solves a lot of ills, and this class gets really interesting yes. real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with you if you put Judas Priest in for Carly Simon. That's a that's an interesting class. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, I just can't. I don't. I, I, I you know this was probably the Jan Winter special where he just pulled some clout and said yeah. she's going in somebody from the 70s who stinks has to get in that's the Jan Wenner special by the way yeah not that she stunk then but she stinks now sorry yeah, she's a, um, she lovely lady a lovely lady we love Carly Simon. and Is that she? one song was really yeah. good and it's fine all our, all our moms love that one song yeah I mean what? does she even have a second I mean I know she has songs but isn't You're So Vain her only song? And isn't it like... I can't think of another one besides that. I think she does a version of Mockingbird. Is that the Oh, she does with um, oh. Jim, James, James Taylor. James Taylor. Well, her and James Taylor were... And I mean, half her career is that her and James Taylor were together. Yeah. A couple duets that did, you know? Right. This well, is almost uh, like uh, last year when we were giving Cindy a little bit of guff for Carol King having one album. Yeah. At least Carol King wrote the album. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I did. I, the crack research team is looking up Carly Simon. Please do. And, uh, you know, I, Please I bail us out because no one did any research on Carly Simon. Again, sorry, <laughs> Carly Simon. Coming Around Again is a good song. I like that song. Anticipation's a pretty good song. Shout out to my dad. Yes. as his favorite jam uh, from her. I haven't got time for the pain, which I only know from like the Excedrin commercial. 
commercials or the... Uh, well, the that was how my dad used to uh, bring up the anticipation. It was a Heinz ketchup commercial because it would take forever oh, to come out of the bottle. So again, um, I mean, her best work was in commercials. Besides your nobody, nobody does it better from James Bond, the spy who loved me. Oh, yeah. Honestly, uh, if we ever did a James Bond theme song ranking system, I think she'd be in the lower third with that, frankly. Yeah, nice. Some nice. She's had a, uh, some nice songs. This that is not a Hall of Fame career, especially in that genre. Like she's not. Like Dolly Parton isn't isn't rock and roll, but she transcends music in America, maybe the world over. Uh, yeah. Carly Simon does not and is not that. She was. She's like a, a homeless version's Joni Mitchell. Oof. Ooh. I like. Yeah. I mean, I make the oof because of how accurate that was. Yeah. Savagely accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Savagely accurate. Fake rock, fake, fake man of the week. We're back, baby. <laughs> After a three-year hiatus, we're back. Uh, yeah, rock- her, absence, her absence from this class would make the class stronger. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We didn't even notice you were still standing there. Um, Roscoe P., you were pretty adamant that Lionel Richie really needs to get, uh, needs to get in with the Commodores first. Because that was way more rock and roll, obviously funk inspired, um, than like what he was doing in the 80s and 90s and beyond. You gave a thumbs down when I mentioned him. People couldn't hear that, obviously, because it was, you know, visual. Where are we on Lionel? How are we feeling about Lionel? A a miscarriage uh, of justice to some of the other nominees, I'm sure, but how are you feeling on Lionel? Uh, I feel terrible about Lionel. (laughs) I think it's, uh, (laughs) um, I mean, like, in our in our group text earlier, I referred to this as a weak class, and really, like it's mostly Lionel Richie and Carly Simon. Yeah. Like you drop what if what if you took those two out and put in Rage Against the Machine and Tribe Called Quest? That'd be fire. This might almost be the, might almost be the best, best class, class of all time right. in terms of not the yeah. first like five years, maybe. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah cool. I don't know. I, I mean, I just like I don't know what what did I say last time about Lionel? Like he just. Uh, ultimately, he just wrote some kind of silly pop songs in the '80s that don't really hold up, right? And uh, you know, I don't know. Besides, uh, uh, you know, dancing on the ceiling. Oh. <laughs> Not that one. The other one. All night long is all night long is a legitimate song. Yeah, but I mean, again, like it's you know, there's lots of uh, artists that have one good song that aren't. Was uh, was easy with the Commodores or was Commodores. That- yeah, that's cool. Ooh, yeah. see, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think what I said was that this feels like a lifetime achievement award. Yes. Right. And we're inducting him as a lifetime achievement, which really is not, it's really not fair to the Commodores, right? Because like a lot of his achievement was with them and, and they're not it. So I just think inducting, uh, inducting Lionel on his own before the Commodores, uh, really probably shouldn't happen ever, but, um, but, uh, uh certainly shouldn't happen in that order. So, um, I am, I am down on, uh, down a Lionel Richie. I mean, that's going to be like a horrible performance. Not that that has to be a, a, a factor in, in all this, but you know, who wants to see a seventy-year-old Lionel Richie get up there and sing "Dancing on the Ceiling"? And I'm good with that. Thank <laughs> you, guys. Cindy Harrington does. Hard pass. Uh, Cindy, how you feeling on Lionel Richie? Because you, you didn't get to weigh in last time because you were boycotting because of Dolly and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. Lo- I mean, no, I agree with what Roscoe's saying. I, I, he should be with the Commodores first and foremost. But I like him. I like his 80s pop jams. I, you know, listened to him growing up and have affection for him. So I, I don't mind that he got in, but I do agree that it's kind of like a little bit of a middle finger to the Commodores, and that should have been first and then bring him in later. 
Yeah. But I'll watch it and I'll like it. <laughs> Dan, where are you on Lionel? L- Lionel's been a star for decades now. Correct. Um, rightly, rightly or wrongly. Um, so, you know, I, I think we all saw this coming. Like we knew, we kind of knew he would get in. Uh, and I don't, yeah, I, I was just looking at the Commodore songs and they're so good. <laughs> and a lot of them were written by him. And I know that's why they, he was, he started writing the love songs and they wanted to stay more with the funk. And that's why they kind of split. But that was a, I can, that is shocking that they're not in with the, yeah, yeah. you know, brick house and easy three times a lady. Yeah, I mean, Three Times a Lady is Commodores. That's that's wild. But you think of it as being Lionel because it's still more of a love song. But yeah, Night Shift. Oh, that's the Night Shift. Talk about songs that you don't know about certain people and you like anyway, and then you find out it's by people you know and like, and you're like, how the hell did I not know that? And by the way, that might be their best song because I was sneaky. (laughs) I didn't even know it was them. And I liked it on its own merits, not because it was someone I liked. I mean, Night Shift is one of those jams for me, so... Kudos to you for bringing it up. Commodores instead of Lionel Richie in this class, and it's, it's better. Cool. It's, it's better. Much better. It's a lot much better. better. It's a lot better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't love Lionel Richie. He'll go up there and he'll sing a couple of songs, and they'll be fine, uh, and it'll it'll be like a glass of warm milk and put me to bed. But it's <laughs> not going to be entertaining necessarily. Right. Let me ask you guys this. I think we all agreed from last time. Duran Duran's a really good example of an '80s band doing what they were doing that can get in. A lot of hits. They came back in the early 90s or mid-90s and got like another hit or two. So I'm excited about Duran Duran. But to your point, because I don't think anybody's going to dis- be disappointed with Duran Duran being in, how's the, how's the performance going to be? Are people excited to see Duran Duran try to do this in 2022? I mean... What are they... I mean, are they... Yeah, a lot of meh. I think we're all excited they're in, but like a little bit of meh for that, right? That's all right. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is you're bringing people who are 20 years past their prime plus <laughs> out to perform. It's a, it's not you're not looking for like the greatest performance on earth. Not everybody Correct. can be, you know. I know one of Roscoe P's favorites. You know, Bruce Springsteen still brings in a performance, and he's 70 years old. But not not everybody else has that energy or that that, that electricity or, or sheer talent. Quite honestly, <laughs> so you know you're not you know Duran Duran's going to be fine. They'll do what they've been doing for the last couple of decades. You know, look, what did the Cure do a couple of years ago? The Cure went up there. They rolled Robert Smith's old bones out there. Yeah, They're yeah. still pouring. They went through the rhythm and fine, whatever. Yeah, um, it wasn't so terrible. They'll, they'll perform the hits. It'll be serviceable. It'll be good. They're a deserved candidate and deserved elect, a nominee, and I'm glad they're in. Um, yeah, but you're not you're not expecting fire from them. No, no, exactly. Like the, the outliers are the are the Stevie Nicks and the 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 bosses. Such. Right. right. Well, they have to bring some of their old <laughs> band members back, I think, because they they don't tour, or if they still are touring, they they've lost some people along the way. But I I think the old people are coming back. Hopefully, they got it. Yeah, so, it's, so it's amicable. Yeah, yeah, they, and that's fun too. Like they get the old, the old guys yeah. back. I think one of them hasn't played with them since two thousand one. Right. The other like about ten years. What's ago. always interesting though is when they have to bring out two drummers because the old drummer can't drum at the old level, so they have to like have the other the other guy to like actually it's. It's sad, but it's nice. I think, you know, a couple bands... Well, here comes John Bonham Jr. to help out with the, this lady. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because, you know, the drummer from, you know, Moody Blues just can't go like he used to, you know? So, <laughs> All right, so I gave Roscoe a few minutes to hopefully get over the, the Springsteen references in his presence. Uh, how you feel about Duran Duran, Roscoe P? <laughs> 
Uh, I didn't hear a word that was said after it was suggested that Bruce Springsteen is talented. So I don't know what you guys talking about. I'm sure it was fascinating. It's the hottest, it's the hottest take this side of Ram- Max Kellerman saying Tom Brady's going to fall off a cliff. It's the hottest take. It is such a hot take. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's switch gears. Uh, that was the, that's the class. Let's talk about the snubs. All right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can I say one more thing? Actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not the question. Can I talk? Oh, well, I don't know if you had on your agenda. Are we going to talk about the fan vote? No, I didn't see the final one. So if you got it in front All of right. you, please do. Let, let me let me tell you what happened with the fan vote. Yeah, please. <laughs> Lay on us. So, um, the the seven performers who get in plus Judas Priest who got the whatever award the LL Cool J Memorial even though he's not quite dead yet award correct those eight acts were the top eight in the fan vote so they actually all got in which is like super which is like it never happens so I I think what the way they do it is they take the top five and then that becomes like the fan ballot and Mm. that somehow gets calculated into the whole thing so I I have it right here so the, the top five were Duran Duran won, actually, by kind of a lot. Duran Duran, Eminem, Pat Benatar, Eurythmics, Dolly Parton. Wow. That was the top five. And then six to eight, Judas Priest, Carly Simon, Lionel Richie. Huh. That was the top eight. So, like, after however many years they've done the fan vote, completely ignoring it, now all of a sudden the top eight vote-getters are the eight that get it. And so the that year after Fela Kuti's... Millions and millions of fans flood the ballot box. They decide to reverse course, and then Fela's, Fela's group gives up, exactly. and then they don't get in. They wait till they wait till Fela's last, and then decide they're going to pay attention to the fan vote. A little too convenient. That was wild. When Somewhere, I Dave Matthews and Christina Ricciardi are both very upset with this process. <laughs> no, that is crazy. You know, Roscoe, I, that I pulled that up in the morning. I like to to, to, to look. Oh, who got? I forget who the nominees were. Who didn't get in? And I saw, and the fan vote came up, and I saw that. I was like, I can't, this can't be correct, that this is how, the, I must be looking at the wrong site. This is the fan vote, but that's exactly how they got in. And knowing that Fela got snubbed. And by the way, Fela should go in on the, on the Excellence Award next yeah, year. Yeah, Fela came. That's a perfect back. He invented a genre of music. But that yeah. all seems a little too convenient, right? right. Like, Very what, convenient. What's happening there, Rock and Roll Hall of what's Fame? What's happening here, right? How did Carly Simon get more votes than Lionel Richie? That's also uh, a question. Yeah, good question. Also and that's true. not because like, I, I stand for Lionel Richie, but just because as far as... Well, he's way know, more popular, reach, yeah. Reach, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, right. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Roscoe, because that, that is actually maybe the biggest story of the whole damn thing, is that they <laughs> finally paid attention to what the fans wanted. At a convenient time. What's that? It's, it's suspicious. Very suspicious. Okay. Oh. One thing before we move on, and that, that talks about the fan vote too, I'm pleasantly surprised both by the fan vote and the actual induction of the Eurythmics. Uh, I, I was really yeah, we didn't get into them. That's exciting. I mean, I don't think they were on my top five, and I sort of just kind of pushed them to the side because I didn't think they had a chance. Mm. And I think that's interesting and cool, and just to have a chance to have Annie Lennox on their stage is yeah. uh, I'm pretty very, cool opportunity. Very, and I'm shocked that so many people actually on the fan vote voted for them. So that's yeah. really nice. I'm very excited by that. I, I love Annie Lennox, so I'm pumped to see them reunite. And they're on good terms, too, as far as I Is that her ex-husband so. or no? no? No, I don't think so. Okay. I just assume they I, I, I don't think so, but yeah. I don't know. Okay. They don't still pour together, so this is going to, when they do come back, it'll be like a thing. And, yeah. But they're expected to. Yeah. Cool. 
Yeah, I'm excited about the Arrhythmics. I, again, I think they make the class more interesting, especially because the back end yeah. of the class is not interesting. So, right. so that's cool. Um, all right, notable snubs. By the way, actually, before we get to notable snubs, let's talk about the folks who have to start setting their sights on the Judas Priest LL Cool J entry scheme <laughs> or, or, or forever hold their peace. I'm looking at you, MC5. I'm looking at you, New York, New York Dolls. Devo, God, Devo. And then Kate Bush, who shouldn't even, if, you know, if Kate Bush, if, sorry, if Carly Simon gets in, Kate Bush is somewhere pining away. I don't think it's going to happen, Kate. Um, but if it does, good for you. But Devo and New York Dolls, MC5, you, if you don't go the Judas Priest route, you're not getting in. It just, that's, that was what was determined this year for me. I will say I was surprised to see when this guy, uh, you know, on Twitter, this, there was a handful of people that I follow on Twitter, non-music people, obviously, that were nice. pretty upset that Devo didn't get in. Like, and I, like seriously, not being... Sorry, Iron- sorry, not being ironic? Like, yeah, what? They weren't being uh, ironic, and, and I was shocked by that. Isn't but, the whole purpose of De- Devo to be ironic? So, like, to, uh, uh, imagine liking Devo seriously, even though I'm not sure Devo liked himself seriously. That's like... Meta hipster, if that's a thing. That's kind of ironic, actually. Yeah, that so. the irony is in not ironically liking a band that is ironically existing. Oh, my Jeez. brain's collapsing. I get a headache. Cindy, if you want to drop another f bomb, now's the time. I mean, oh, okay. What a mind f. Anyway, <laughs> so screw Devo, uh, screw the rest of them. Kate Bush, I don't know you well enough to say screw you, but you know what, Kate Bush, I don't think it's going to cool. happen. All right, she's cool. According to Dan O'Brien, she's cool. Well, that gets me into the ones I'm mad about. Um, I, I don't know even where to start with this. I'm mad about all of them. Uh, I guess I'll start with Beck because it was his first year in. I think Beck will get in. He's a musician's musician. He's very, I mean, we talked about him last time. People can go back and listen to the archive. But I, I'm not mad that Beck's not in, but I think Beck has absolutely done more for music in the last quarter century than Carly Simon has in the last half century. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I mean, we could have our own discussion on Beck, I feel like. And, and he had a lot of singles, and he was pretty popular for about a decade, maybe a little more. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know. In hindsight, I, I think he was more like performance art. Like, he was like playing a character uh, a True. lot of the time. And he, he, he did have a lot of hits, but uh, I don't know, maybe it's the Scientology thing, too. Was he a Scientologist? Ooh. That yeah, is... His family are one of the, like, the original ones over, you know. Oh, so it's like, you know, appreciate the art but not the artist type stuff there, yeah. Yeah, and I, I nothing, of course, I'm keeping that completely uh, separate from my thoughts. But I, I don't know, he, he never, just the fact that he's sort of disappeared. Has he disappeared in the last 15 years? It's like... He's put oh, some man, stuff he's out. Like he's made a couple albums, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Is he still putting stuff out? Think so. I mean, he's around. It's certainly yeah. in the last fifteen years he's put. He hasn't been yeah. gone for fifteen years. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel. Like, I feel like snacked to put on. Oh, all right. Interesting. Okay. I like that yeah. take. So you're not as upset by Beck getting snuffed out? No, I, I first ballot Hall of Fame. Forget it. Uh, overall, <laughs> I'm still like I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I think he'll get it eventually. He's too into the wheelhouse of what they do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But not this year. I'm a, I'm least mad about that. Uh, Roscoe, let's do the tribe thing now. I mean, this is it's a, it's 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 actually I, I, again I I stay I to use the term I really stand these guys. I love everything about them. We've talked about it before. We'll talk about it again. 
I was generally upset when Fife Dog passed away. We did a great podcast about it X amount of years ago. Uh, I'm the wrong guy to not be upset by this, but taking nothing away from Eminem, I go back to you really can't let in two hip-hop artists at once. And, and like your big diversity players letting in four women out of seven and one black guy, which is great, but this is a the first hip-hop group to make jazz mainstream with hip-hop, let alone all the other genius going on in that group. You don't ever really get to let in geniuses who, for the most part, are still alive and relevant, or at least quasi-relevant. They put out a great record a few years back. Fife Dog was on it for a little bit before he passed. This is absolute friggin' bullshit. That's where I'm at. Roscoe P., where are you at? Man, so are the rules that if you or someone you're married to is pregnant, you're allowed to swear on this show? Apparently, we're making it up as we go. That seems to be... I mean, I said friggin' bull bull ass, you know, baloney. Cindy dropped an F-bomb. Yeah, (laughs) It's the hormones. Cheese and crackers, guys, come on. Cheese and Uh, rice. (laughs) Too many crickets. Yes, uh... Yeah, I mean, look, I I, uh, I think I advocated pretty strongly for Tribe uh, on the last pod. Uh, I think, um, I feel like, like you said about Beck, I feel like Tribe is going to get in. I yeah. think they're just too important, too popular. Um, I think they will get in eventually. I don't know, was this their, this was their first nomination, I think right? first or second, but yeah, maybe first. Yeah. Oh, by the way, did you did you say maybe I heard this wrong? Did you say Eminem was the only person to get in who was nominated for the first time this year? Well, who made music? Who started making music in the nineties? Like in the actual? Oh, okay. I was say, because this was Dolly Parton's. Yeah, first. no, no. So he was the only artist who like started twenty five years ago and got nominated and got in, which is very very narrow focus. But yeah, well, as I mean, as did a tribe called Quest started making music in, in the 90s. correct. Um, yeah, I, I think. Uh, you're right. I think this is just about we're not doing like the seven most deserving people, right? Like, like we're fitting into their slots that we're trying to fill, whatever those are, and they're just are not. They're not going to go to the plate, even though they've they they inducted one rock artist out of seven. They're not going to do two hip hop artists in the same year, right? And it was going to be Eminem because he's the yeah, it's Eminem, rap it's, artist, yeah, or whatever, and and that's fine, but um. But yeah, I mean, just like even just mu- just in the in the in the in the name of making interesting music, right? I guess that's kind of like part of my Lionel Richie beef is that like his music isn't really that interesting to me. I don't know. Um, yeah, but, like try, try to make like really interesting, different kind of revolutionary music. Like they you know, it's it's and that's if that's not what the Hall of Fame is about, then then what is it about? Um, and and like you you made a great point too, Gab, that the the last album they put out, which was however many Four years, years ago, away, maybe five. It was, yeah, a long time before and, and released after the death of, of Five Dog um, was so good, like to be basically retired and done and come back with one more album to be have it be as good as it was. Yeah, is really uh, like mo- most bands don't don't do that. Can't can't come can't back. Do like that. no one can't do there. that. Yeah, we do that. Right. No, no one takes like six years off and puts out their third best album. Which I, which I honestly think it is. Yeah, I was gonna say it's better than the Love Movement by far, yeah. and it's yeah. probably better than um, better than Beats Rhymes and Beats Rhymes Life. Life. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I think it's better than the first one. Right, no, but the first one's so old that it's like, man, good for them. Yeah, and and the two that it's not better than are Low End Theory and Midnight Marauders, which, which are could not be better '90s rap albums if they tried. Maybe two of the ten <laughs> best rap albums ever made. Yeah, 
Um, so nothing wrong with getting bronze in that category, you know. Right. <laughs> so right. yeah, uh, Dan, Cindy, are you guys as bummed out as Roscoe P and I, or, or is this? I mean, bummed out, whatever. But is, do you feel like it's a miscarriage yeah, well, justice? Because I do. I th- like for as far as tribe goes, it was like Midnight Marauders and Low End Theory were like huge parts, and then after that, I sort of checked out a little. Was, on a different thing. Then it was, you know, Brit pop, <laughs> Midna- Oasis, and things like that became, you know, whatever that became a thing. But be like those two albums still are fantastic, and if they came out now, they'd be huge. Um, so yeah, and they're still and like you said. Then I did get back into them when they had that last album that came out, which was excellent. Like you guys already said, I have nothing to add to it basically. Just yeah, they should get in. If you want to see, you can quibble about whether they're a first ballot Hall of Famer and what that means. And, uh, okay, maybe not. But if not this year, next year, they're, they're, they should be a lock. You'd hope. You'd hope. Yeah. Cindy, anything here? Or do you want to move to Dion Warwick, your girl? I'll just move to Dion. All right. <laughs> Dion Warwick also, again, I don't think anybody on here doesn't like Dion. Dan, you're a big Dion person. Cindy, you mad about Dion? You think she got a job? I mean, can, can I ask another question? If we're going to let in a non-rock and roll woman to feel good about ourselves as a committee, not we, they, is, isn't is Dion a better choice than Carly Simon? Can exactly. I just say that out loud for a number of reasons, including her relevance today? And like, she's lampooned on Saturday Night Live and shows up anyway and does the, is in on the joke. She, her Twitter account is amazing. Run by her niece. Run by her niece, but she owns that. <laughs> she... She's not Carly Simon, but she's of that same, like, okay, she was big in the 70s, and I guess we're letting people in that John Water remembers. Way more hits than Carly Simon. Way more hits than Carly Simon. All day long. Sorry. What do you got? No. I, yeah, I think switch her, you know, her and Carly out in, again, a way better class already. And, like, ride the high that she's on. Why won't you just let her in now? Like, take, take this popularity that yeah. she's had for the last year or so, and... You get more you get more viewers that way, right? No one's that's, that's part of what's happening with Dolly Parton, right? Like of Dolly course. Parton's having yeah. a mo- having a moment here, and that's yeah. why totally. you know that she kind of rode the wave of that to get inducted. It's yeah, same, it's the same idea. Should apply to Dion as well, in my opinion. Yeah, well, especially the only moment, good thing. only moment Carly Simon's had in the last 40, 35 years is like tempting people with like, oh, I'm going to reveal who you were so vain about. Like, all right, we all know it's Warren Beatty. Who cares? Yeah. Like, it's the lamest. <laughs> That anybody's ever like that's the only relevant thing she talks about when she's on interviewed. Fair, totally. And the best part is, like, somehow, yeah, somehow the lady who was doing Psychic Friends Network's infomercials in the '90s <laughs> has rebounded from that to a point where we're seriously upset that she's not getting in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame despite not being a quote rock and roller. That's a story I'm here for. I think we could literally do a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of people who are more interesting than Carly Simon. Carly Simon is my new Todd Rundgren. She's my new John Mellencamp. She's not as bad as John Mellencamp, but she's probably a little better than Todd Rundgren. But I'm coming for you, Carly Simon. You are like a... Carly had hits. She had hits. She's she's better than Todd Rundgren. She's better than Todd Rundgren, but... Yeah, that's for sure. But honestly, I don't think she's better than Mellencamp. And no one hates Mellencamp more than I do. You know what I mean? Mellencamp is my Bruce Springsteen, okay? Yep, he yep. is my gosh darn Bruce Springsteen. And frankly, Roscoe P., he is so much worse than Bruce Springsteen. He's a homeless man's Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't hate Jericho. <laughs> I can't wait for that podcast. 
Cindy, you mad about this, Roscoe? Who's who else is mad about Dion Warwick? Are we done on Dion Warwick? Well, I mean, I think everyone agrees with it, and you know, yeah. any relative of Whitney's too that also has like such talent, like bring them in. Have they ever had cousins inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall Pro- of Fame? Probably, but we have to check on that. Crack research. The Nels- is Nelson in? <laughs> After the rain, no. Gunner Nelson. I remember the. I remember. I remember the Nelson. I remember Gunner and his brother Nelson. Yeah, totally. That's a shame. Maybe next year. I can't deal. I can't live without your love and affection. What a jam. Yeah, their their dad might be in. Yeah, I'm saying. Ricky 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 Nelson, Nelson, right? Yeah. Ricky Nelson's in, I think. So maybe. Was it Gunner and Luke? Was it? Am I, am I making that up? Maybe Luke. There's, there's got to be cousins in there. Let me. Wasn't Leonard Skinner somewhat related to each other? Some of those guys. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, they're separate different. acts. Separate. Oh, like acts. separate acts who were related. Yeah. yeah. That's a good crack research team question. We'll come back to that. Not tonight. By the way, can I just point out that so far tonight, uh, Dan O'Brien has. Um, uh, proclaimed the talent of Bruce Springsteen and seems to know the Gunner uh, Gunner Nelson's twin brother's name. Uh, so I don't know how he's qualified. To talk about <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm qualified, Chris, because I was slow dancing in 1991 to After the Rain in my Cavaricis and my cardigan. Cavaricis. <laughs> that's actually that's actually the correct answer. That's the correct answer to why you qualify. If you're going to drop a Z Cavaricci reference accurately on the show, you're qualified to be here for sure. <laughs> um, all right. Rage Against the Machine. Again, I just go back to Roscoe made a good point. Who makes the most interesting music? Who made the most interesting music at the time? Again, I know these guys did a little bit of the um, Radiohead, oh, we don't even want to be in it. Now it's like, well, do you? Because you're, you're getting snubbed left and right. You're the new MC5. Sorry, just kidding. No one's the new MC5. But... And I know you guys dig them a little bit. My bad. But Rage is, again, they're so good at what they do and no one else does what they do and a lot of try to do what they do. And you would just think now that's their second or third nomination, at least, like, now's the time. Now's the time. Again, picking on Carly, but picking on Lionel. Picking on Dolly, who didn't even want to be in it. Like, you know, not, not that Dolly shouldn't be in it because, again, she transcends it, but Lady didn't even want to be in it. And you're not letting in guys who basically invented rock rap, but in a good way, not in a bad way like Fred Durst. You know what I mean? So I don't know how they don't get in, guys. I don't know who else to comment on that, but I don't know how they don't get in. Over Lionel Richie. It's not not great podcast fodder, but I just don't have a ton of uh, rage uh, uh, for for people that uh, aren't in. Yeah, like for even Dion, who I loved, and I'm just like, all right, I'm just she's not going to get in, and I, I guess that's okay. And rage is the other end where it's like I'm pretty certain that they're eventually going to be in. Yeah, um, and I know they're not losing sleep about it necessarily. Uh, I doubt. Although Tom Morello is on the nominating committee. Oh, also weird, right? He's inducted people before. Yeah. Huh. Um, which is strange. Yeah, uh, but I, I, I'm not. I'm not upset for for two different reasons. For Rage, because I think it's a it's an eventuality. But when they need somebody who can play electric guitar in their nominating class, they'll put them in. Um, you know. That's a hot take. I do think they'll get it. Roscoe, are you are you okay? I mean, not okay. Are you? No, I'm not okay. Okay, there you go. Thank you. (laughs) Somebody, somebody who's a podcast father. Um, I'm going to issue a hot take. So here's a hot. take. Let's go. Break it out. Social team. 
Rage Against the Machine will never get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Whoa! Yeah, we'll never accept the nomination or never oh, get. No, they're not going to do it. The Hall won't. They're not. They won't do it. The Hall's not going to do it because of the like political the piece. Chicken. I will not swear, even though everyone else did tonight. I'll just say that they're too chicken uh, to to do it. So yeah, that's my that's my hot take. I will say I was just kind of going through a list of um, like snubs or whatever. It's, it's interesting. I think usually we kind of talk about like who who now is the big snub, right? Yeah. Like who. Now that Pat Benatar, like Whitney Houston, we got Whitney Houston in. Bang. We got Pat Benatar in. Bang. Like, who's the big stuff now? I think it's Rage Against the Machine. I think to me, like, this is this is the big glaring, you know, how are they not in? And, and I think I think they're not. Or the Commodores. Or maybe, maybe it's the Commodores, yeah. Or maybe actually I meant to say this during the, the tribe discussion, but also Wu Tang clan is not in the Hall of Fame. That's wild there's another, too. Yeah. There's another revolutionary. That's wild. Are they eligible now? That, that, that I guess so. Ninety one. Yeah, they're I, I eligible. Think I, I think they're eligible, yeah. If not, they're they are going to. If Eminem's eligible, they're eligible. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think Rage Against the Machine is probably the the biggest snub right now. And my hot take is, I think that they will never get in. Wow. Wow. Uh, I hope I hope you're wrong. Yeah, I do too. But uh, you know, that's that's what I think. Wow. Maybe I'm just so I'm just too I'm too hard. I really thought they were going to get in this time. I guess. Yeah, yeah me too. So, like shocked that they didn't it kind of just feels like well if they're not going to get it now then they're not going to get it it seemed and, to really line think, up like, for them this time around yeah I, I mean I think the way you know what they stand for or whatever and, and, and the way things are going uh, in, in the country is certainly not it's not going their way right so I, I think is that so what do you do with that like do you induct them because they're going to be so counter to what the mainstream is about to become or do you stay away from it because it's going to be so offensive to uh, you know where we're where we're headed here but um, and, and you're worried about what they're going to say or do when they're on stage, but I, I don't know if that's part of it or if just the people don't like them musically. Uh, but I, I, wow. I can't believe they're not in. And my hot take is that they are not going. To wow! And I would say that nothing's more rock and roll than literally saying the thing that people are uncomfortable with. So, uh, if to your point, if they weren't chicken, if they really were the rock and roll hall of fame instead of the popular music hall of fame, to Dan's point earlier, they would absolutely let these guys in because to, to Cindy's point about you know who's who would create the most attention for your little ceremony party. By the way, it's not even Cleveland this year. It's, it's in LA for the only the third time ever. So you're in a safe, so you're in a quote safer zone than being in like in Ohio. Right. If you want Tom Morello and Zach De La Rocha to say a bunch of really, you know, left wing stuff, which is totally fine and cool. And it's their right to do so as Americans, despite where things may or may not be going and how poor that may look and feel and be. And again, we're not talking about that today. Um, no, well, you, have a, you have a good point there. Like, who, like, who are you excited? Like, in this class, who, who's the headliner of this class? I mean, it's it's Pat Benatar, which it's – I love her, and we've been standing for her for five years, but that sucks because, like, she's it hasn't been relevant in 30 years. Yeah. Despite, Duran Duran, sadly. Oh. Same, same, same take, you know? Like, I love those guys. Glad they're going to be there. But well, Cindy, who do you think? So we've now named three different people. I, I think it's Dolly Parton because of the, you know, whatever. True, true. Her. Actually, good point. And, and the controversy or whatever. But now, here's, of the four, who do you think it is? Who won the fan vote again? Duran Duran. Yeah, it's probably Duran Duran then. Right. So, so none of this is Eminem. We came up with three different oh. ideas for who the headliner is going to be. Eminem. All right, yeah, but there, is, there is no Whitney Houston in this class. There yeah. is no... Right. Janet Jackson, there's no, you know, whatever, Guns N' Roses, say what you want. There's no one band that's, or person that's going to. Right. 
Although Dolly Parton, like we all said, is a huge icon and whatever, but well, she yeah, she has the ability to make this special. But you're not like, oh man, I'm really excited that Pearl Jam got in because I grew up with Pearl Jam. It's my first favorite band that I remember that got in, or what? And I'm not, I'm just making that up. But like, Dolly's gonna, Dolly will be cool because if she shows up, she will bring it. She is a gamer, and she has the clout to bring in anybody she wants to fly in to do it. So that is now getting me excited, which kind of sucks for her because if she just like plays it straight and does Jolene with her her real band, everybody's like, oh man, where are the Rolling Stones? Like. I don't know. Maybe a better thing to do that day. They're 80 years old and they're the Rolling yeah. Stones. Well, two of them are dead. So mm-hmm. there's that. So they won't come or they will come. But anyway, yeah, it's a very weird class that could have been, it could have been an excellent class. I'm excited that some of the people are in yet. Still here we are as always a little bummed out, but I just think I come back to, they actually went with a fan vote. After two years in a row of completely not listening to the fan vote. That's very weird. Really Whatever weird. happened there is very weird. Mm. Well, who's on the horizon? I have not done any research on that. Um, I mean, Rage, Cl- uh, Rage Wu-Tang. Uh, out, out, outcast. Outcast will definitely get in. They, they'll get in. Yeah. I think Ooh, first outcast? time they'll get in. Because honestly... You know, they're, 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 they crossed over so hard when they had that moment in 04 that everybody and their mom loves them. But they're oh, so yeah. good. Like, they're so good, too. They got uh, Creed, Limp Biscuit, Creed, Daughtry, Flicker Stick from that VH1 band show. They Flicker did Stick, <laughs> Lifehouse, <laughs> yeah, Hanson. I'm still waiting on Soundgarden from my man Roscoe P. Uh, Why Clef John? Why Clef? The Fugees in Will general? Smith is eligible next year. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. First of all, Roscoe, what did you just say? And I want to come back to Will Smith. Missy Elliott. Oh, Will Smith. Oh, good lord. <laughs> See, so that's so that's that's what you got to do for next year. He's banned from the academy for like ten years, right? You he roll right in. And you get jiggy with it, oh, and wow. you do your thing. And then, you know what? Something. I've on purpose not talked about the whole Oscar thing because everybody else did, but because yeah. it came up organically, how awesome would that be if they're the ones who welcome him back to like the award show mainframe, and he's doing a little Men in Black? Like, what the hell? Let's do it. Summer, summertime. Throw jazz out the window. All of it from Fresh Prince. It's so great. Yeah. And it was it was very rock and roll what he did. And Chris Cross, Chris, sorry, Chris Rock. And Chris Cross, they want the one that's still alive. But Chris Rock can induct him. How ridiculous would that be? Perfect. Yeah. So now I'm excited for next year already. Good job, Dan. Dan O'Brien, the crack research team sticker of the month club. You nailed it, man. Not a real club for the listeners. The name that I threw out there was Missy Elliott. Like that. Yeah. Who is who is up for the first? First of all, female happens you know happens to be a rapper, phenomenal entertainer. Uh, I think Missy Elliott's a really good example of a solo, a solo female rap artist to get in. Is anybody in yet? I don't think so. Female solo rap artist? Queen Latifah, is she in? No. Because she was kind of the first real successful female solo artist, right? So no, Peppa clearly... Cool J's barely snuck in. I don't think there's any female rap yeah, right. solo artist. Yeah. Well, I, all I know is this. I don't know if you guys have seen the, uh, the YouTube clip of, of Sir Patrick Stewart... At Saturday Night Live, introducing Salt and Pepper, uh, 
But if salt and pepper gets in, he needs to be the one who says, ladies and gentlemen, salt and pepper! It's great. <laughs> Do yourself a favor and YouTube that, everybody. So there's a lot out there still, and some of the snubs are good, but I don't know that I'm going to put, put a flag in the ground for Dion the way we did for Janet or Tina or Whitney uh, or, or even Pat, but that's actually a good thing because they're all in, and they all deserve to be in, you know? But when Tina Turner can't come because she's 81 years old and retired from music because you waited too long, that's on you guys. That's on, that's on the Hall of Fame. And these are the things you, this is what I hate when you, when you let in, you know, the band, I don't know. There's a band a few years ago where I'm like, man, it's really sad. These guys, it's like the highlight of their like decade and they're not very good. But if they'd gotten in 15 years ago, this would have been okay. And I forget, I forget who it was, which is sad. That's how forgettable it was. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's going to be flicker stick in the 2035 <laughs> induction. It'll be too sad. It'll be too late. They won't, they won't have the juice they'd have now. <laughs> so true. Flickerstick isn't even on tour with like uh, Seven Mary Three. I mean, you it was all right. That was a VH1 VH1 show. I remember. Bands on the run. I love the show. Kind of enjoyed the band Flickerstick too. The big finale. They started with like nine bands, and every week one like went down. It was like a reality yes, show. They all toured, and there was like a competition. Flickerstick gets to the end. The big finale show was like September 10th, 2001. Oh. <laughs> they announced Flicker Stick, and it was like, oh. Or it was like the, the week before the finale, September 11th happened. And Oof. so, like, everybody stopped watching and kind of got overshadowed. Um, so, just to add on another tragedy to that awful event, <laughs> the career was a Flicker Stick. Uh, that was the real tragedy? <laughs> I wouldn't say the real, I'm not going to go there, but it was an additional. Everybody forgot about Flickr's thing. <laughs> yeah, not me though. Not me. Not Dan O'Brien. Hashtag no, never forget Flickr's stick. If we if we forget about Flickr's stick, the terrorists win. <laughs> this has now delved into both the most hilarious and uncomfortable moment of the of the pod, despite my wife and I swearing after declaring we were having a child and proving that we are unfit to be parents. Way to go, guys! You've <laughs> gone way too far. This is awesome. Well, I look forward to our Celebrity Deathmatch pod on John Mellencamp and Bruce Springsteen. I look forward to watching the performances. Is anybody excited to watch any of these groups perform? I do think the Dolly thing is exciting. I'm excited to watch Pat. Banatar will be, Pat. she'll bring it, she'll bring it, and she'll bring it well. I'm excited to watch the Rhythmics. The Rhythmics will be cool. Yeah, Emin- the Rhythmics, that's the Rhythmics, yeah. baby. Yeah. Eminem's Eminem. going to have the ability to pull some things out. I think Lionel will try to do that. I hope he recreates the hello video on stage. That's a hot take. It's a great video. That would be something cool if he did that. But Could we make a claymation so. of Lionel on stage pottery style? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm like. looking for. By the way, Carly Simon, if you're listening, you're in last place right now. Prove me wrong. Show me something. Show me something. I don't think you will, nor do I think you're going to listen to this pod. But show me something, Carly Simon. I think it's more likely she listened to this pod than she actually does something good. Another hot take. Guys, this is the kind of content we're here for. Agree. This is wild. I love it. All right, listen. Let's, let's keep the combo going. We're going to sign off in terms of the recording before we say something way over the top. But thanks for being on the show. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2022. You're not perfect, but you're better than Ezra. Literally and figuratively. Filibuster freestyle. <laughs>